Welcome to another episode of Series Scrapped. I'm Sarah. And I'm Bryn. And we're going through Firefly. Although, we just spent the last 20 minutes just shooting the breeze because... <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it might be fun to record that sometime. Oh, yes. But it has Dang it. We nothing been to do with the show at hand. So I'm like, you might not be interested. It might have to be like a bonus, bonus episodes. Yeah, bonus episodes with Sarah, Sarah and Bryn. Sarah <laughs> talk about random stuff. Yes. It's fun. I it promise. Yeah. It is fun. It's all good stuff. And it's generally movie, TV show right. related things. Exactly. So. Because that's really the bond. Semi on topic. The glue <laughs> that brings our relationship together. Yes, it is. <laughs> all things pop culture. All things. Which is fun because, you know, anytime some, like, we live in the same neighborhood. Don't know if you know this about us. <laughs> And anytime somebody wants to, like, borrow a movie, it's like, if I see it first and I don't have it, I'll tag Bryn. If Bryn sees it first and she doesn't have it, she will tag me. Because we both own so many movies. So many. the ones that overlap, surprisingly few. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, if I have it, you know, chances are Bryn might not. Uh, Yeah. you know, same. It's just yeah. the way it goes. It is. A, a lot of my movies, admittedly, are old. True. Yeah, so you do that, have. You're but... an old soul. You've got that whole Frank Sinatra, yeah. Doris have, Day kind of vibe. I have movies from the 30s. Although anyone who owns Wizard of Oz, I suppose, could say the same thing. Right, but, but <laughs> Wizard of Oz is like my Snow only <laughs> movie from the 30s. Yeah. Well, and then of course yeah. all the Disney yeah, so. classics. I've got. I've got nailed down. Yes. Because I'm a Disney freak. Yeah. I do love me the Disney. I like to own as many Disney movies as I can because the goal is to not have Disney Plus someday. Ah, yes. I don't want Disney to tell me what I can and can't watch. (laughs) Nice. If I want to watch it, I want to watch it. I don't want them to take it off and put it in the vault again. Right. I'm so upset with them for for creating the vault. (laughs) And I'm really quite impressed that nobody else has done this. Like Right. No, like, no other Paramount, studio. none of right. these other studios have been like, we're putting this in the vault. You can't get it. <laughs> Don't even ask. Turned into the Girl you Scouts can- over here. <laughs> <laughs> you can only have access to these cookies once a year. <laughs> yes. And I, I'm in the bitter barn you. about that. <laughs> that is so funny. I don't want them to do that. There are yeah. some Disney movies. I know right now it seems like. Everything they own is on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, a little bit is that way because there are things like there's a TV show called So Weird. Yeah. Um, that I Disney Channel that. did. Yeah. That's up there. Like yeah. super obscure things that yes. they did up there. But there are other things. I don't even remember what the movie was now. I looked up one of their older Disney movies and it wasn't on there and I was like, huh. <laughs> and I likely I have it. Like, <laughs> I do have. All the things. This is why I try to buy all the Disney movies, and then they can't tell me when I can watch what I want to watch. You don't own me, Disney. (laughs) Yes, I need you to get all the way back off me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's sad for me is I think I have purchased every Disney movie (laughs) at least four times. Right. Because I bought the VHS. Yes. Then I bought the DVD. (laughs) 
Then I bought the Blu-ray. Yeah. And possibly bought it digitally. There are a few I doubled up on when our DVDs got scratched and stuff. And yeah. Disney Movie Club, I would just get like a code and you'd get like seven movies for 20 bucks. Yep, and yep. then, and I then did, you'd do I did that, that for a while and then you... And then you cancel, and then right? you start up again. It's the whole Columbia <laughs> House thing. It's yeah, fine. It is totally. Do you remember but, Columbia House? Were you yes. uh, were you <laughs> privy to all of that? Privy to. I mean, I think you I, young thing. I you. think I did something similar. I don't think it was Columbia House, but oh, okay. I, I, I I did do something similar with yeah. CDs. Yeah, CDs. Um, yeah. And actually, so. I think I did Columbia House DVDs at one point oh. as well. Um, or now, no, that I would have been here for. Yeah, maybe so it was VHS because I feel like this was <laughs> Dude, like getting high a VHS in the mail would have been intense, <laughs> right? It's a little bit bigger box, <laughs> but I feel like I really didn't buy DVDs until after I was married, mm. and most of like my Columbia House days was prior to being married. So yeah, I'm trying to think when I started my. I don't, I wish I could tell you what my first DVD was, but I can't. Yeah. Um, I can tell you what one of them was. One of my first ones was Peter Pan, the live action one with um, Jason, oh shoot, Lucius Malfoy. Oh, sure. Um, was Hook. <clears throat> oh, okay. And, and Mr. Darling. Gotcha. Um, that's a really great version of Peter Pan. Yeah. But. Um, but that was one of my first ones. Somebody gave that to me for my birthday. I feel like one of my first ones was the Tybo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> workout series. Classic. I know I owned the VHS tapes of Tybo. I ordered those via the telephone because yeah, the there telephone. was no internet. <laughs> I mean, there was internet, but it wasn't like it, wasn't like it is today. Uh, so yeah, yeah, my best friend's wedding I think was one of my first ones. Too. Ooh, I love my best friend's wedding. Oh, some of my top movies right there. Yeah, they're great. Anyway, <laughs> Firefly is what we're talking about. See, we didn't like intend to go off on we that didn't. Stuff, but, no, but you know, and like don't see that. That's a little preview. A little of preview. The bonus episodes of that's what it's like when we just hang out. Sarah and Bryn talk. <laughs> if there's not a movie playing, right? I guess I should say obs. Anyway, we are talking about Firefly. Yes. And this episode of Firefly is called Trash. (laughs) And we start out and there's no Maltro. Yeah. Um, Just did away with it now. We don't know why. I'm like, oh, okay, so we're done with the intros now. Just keeping us on our toes. Yes. They they like to keep us guessing. We don't know what's happening. (laughs) Don't know. Um, Just a previously from Shepard. That is a lot about Inara. So I'm thinking this episode might feature Inara. Spoiler alert, not so much. <laughs> I mean, um, some go- I, I should say some good character development of Inara. True. And character relations between Inara and Mal, not necessarily in a romantic way, but like right. their relationship. Their dynamic. Um, but... She, she's still not on screen for very much time. Right. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this whole intro is like, or previously is a lot about Inara. Like, this is going to be a very Inara-heavy episode. No. Nope. Nope. 
Sure not. Fooled you. Fooled me. Uh, we open once again on Tatooine. <laughs> Always Tatooine. <laughs> Always Tatooine. Uh, there's someone sitting on a rock naked. It's Mal! <laughs> also, Brian told me that there were some episodes of this that never aired, and I think this is one of them because of the nudity. Oh, interesting. I know it's one of them because I was like, I've been doing some digging. Because so in a previous episode, I mean, um, we might save this for, but I did find out what replaced um, oh. Firefly yes, in the Yes, Brian was, we were talking about this last night, and he said, well, why would someone have been gunning for this show? They couldn't have been gunning for the time slot because it aired all over the place. And right. I said, no, not the time slot, the budget. They were gunning for the budget. Yeah. Um, and I'm betting that Joss Whedon, the only way he got this made was by saying, no, I could do it for very, very little. I could do it for very little. Very Trust small. me. I... Because the sets are, like, the sets, the lighting, for the most part, kind of terrible. Right. Like, <laughs> they, they reuse budget. a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. The lighting is just not great. Like, the camera lenses they're using are not incredible. Right. So I, I honestly think one of the ways he got it made is he was like, no, I don't need very much. Just yeah. give me some. Like, <laughs> please. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I could totally see that happening because I know this was like a pet project of his. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, the, um, yeah, so there's three episodes that never aired. This is one of them. I don't know if it was about the nudity but or if it was more about where it fell in the timeline mm. because it's basically like the last three episodes didn't mm. air. Um, but they aired out of order, so it's like, right. so it's like, who knows? So who knows? Anybody's guess what was going to happen with these episodes, right? But one thing I did discover this week is the train job, mm-hmm. which you know shows on I think IMDb is number one episode. Like, is the official pilot because um, Fox did not want. The pilot they had already written, Serenity Parts 1 and 2, um, to be the pilot. And so they had 48 hours to write a brand new pilot. And once they wrote the train job, then they're like, okay, we'll order 14 episodes. Like, right? Well, interesting. Right? So train job is the actual pilot but it was written in 48 hours <laughs> that's so funny I, I love i love stories like this yeah like gilmore girls i don't know if you heard the story of the pitching for gilmore girls no she pitched like pitch meeting a ton of other shows yeah a ton and they were not interested at all yeah and she just was like and I have this one other one that's like a mom and a daughter, but they're really more like friends and it's not a like, you know, and they were like, oh, well, get us some information on that one. Yeah. They were finally interested in that. And then she walked out and her, I don't know, her agent or whoever she was talking to was like, I didn't remember you had one of those. And she was like, I don't. I don't. And just like threw that out there. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So. I, and, I actually don't. Uh, and Young Frankenstein that uh, uh, Gene. Mel Brooks. Uh, yeah, Mel Brooks directed it. And um, Gene Wilder wrote it. In right. Mar- and I think he wrote it with Mel Brooks. I think they Sure. But it was like three days. They just like wrote oh. it in like three days. That's so great. And like 
Gene Hackman is the blind man, and he called them, and he was like, I heard you were doing this project, and I want in. And they were like, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Cool, we'll write a part so for you. We're writing like it right now. It's like the foundation of, like, Hollywood. Right? Like, this is what I love. Yeah. This, like, oh, I had no idea. I just threw that out there. Right. Like, I just wrote this screenplay in three days. I've got this whole train job thing. That can be the pilot. Okay, show us that. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me just... Yeah, let me find let it. Me find let me just it. find it. I'll call yeah. you back. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, Tim and Nier, let's go. We got to write this really fast. Right. That makes sense. So what were the other two that didn't air? Um, I think the... I, I think the message might have aired... But then the two after that, I think, oh. what we're going to be as 13 and 14, I don't think aired. Oh, okay. But Interesting. I have to verify that. Yeah. I, I think do. the message did air, though, which is the next episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting thought about the nudity, though. Yeah. Of, like, why they picked at least this one to not air. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, sitting on a rock, and he says, that went well. And we flash back to 72 hours earlier. The crew is busy loading and unloading something. <laughs> like, there's just lots of loading and unloading going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mal meets up with what seems like an old friend. Mal notices his friend's beard is shaved off. And he explains that he's married and the missus doesn't like the beard. And I call this, like, like I said... I didn't remember most of these episodes because I watched it as they aired. I'm like, it's totally going to be Saffron. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, I like, I called it too. Yeah, as he's talking about his wife or whatever, I was like, oh yeah, this is totally going to be Saffron. And then he wants Mal to meet his bride, Bridget. It's Mal's bride. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. And I was like, this is my wife. Oh yeah, this is my wife too. <laughs> I loved that interaction. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Mal and Saffron reach for guns, point them at each other. They fight. The friend breaks up the fight, and then <sighs> After he... many lackluster attempts to stop it, he's like, hey, don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't fight. Stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then finally, he actually breaks up the fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Willy Wonka. Please, stop. Yes. <laughs> no. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, the friend leaves his bride on the planet. Saffron says, face it, I'm really hot <laughs> to Mal because she's trying to get Mal to take her off the planet with him. She's like, face it, I'm really hot. And you know, she's not wrong. You just ditch her. You just right. ditch her. She has a bad news. News, yes. Um, she says she's got a great job lined up and wants to cut Mal in on it. So Mal gets back on board Serenity and the crew is asking how he got all beat up, thinking it was his friend that did it. I love Kaylee's like, well, we like him, right? Right? We like him. <laughs> Wait, what happened? <laughs> uh, Mal doesn't want to talk about it. Mal goes in to see Inara. She offers him some tea and he says, you're using wiles on me. <laughs> He's still on the defensive from his interaction with Saffron. Anara is upset because they haven't been on any civilized planets. And she thinks Mal's doing it on purpose. Doesn't want her whoring around. 
Mal opens a crate, and it's not River. It's Saffron. <laughs> and she's People not jumping out of wet. crates. And <laughs> that's a theme in Firefly, I'm finding. <laughs> Turns out. Turns out. A lot of people stuck in crates. Stowing away on crates. And... <laughs> it's true. Um, Saffron's inside. He wants information about the job. They want to rob a guy who was in the Alliance. Wash has a question. Saffron wonders if it's that if she has the security codes to Alliance Guy, why doesn't she just do the job herself? Nope, it's what's she doing on the ship? <laughs> that was my favorite. Was like, <laughs> that was the main thing. He's like, um, I have a question. <laughs> what are so you good. doing here? <laughs> <laughs> she tried to kill us. <laughs> uh, I was with Wash on this one. Yeah, same. <laughs> Uh, so Jane asks, so then Jane asks, why doesn't she just do it herself? <laughs> She's off. That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. The gun they want to steal is tagged and coded. So if they try and leave, they will trip the alarms. Inara comes in and is upset that Saffron is there. She no like you, Saffron. Inara. She speaks some Chinese on her way out, and I comment that there is a lot of Chinese in this episode. I feel like it's getting more and more progressively. Yeah. I've, I've been feeling like it's been sneaking up Yeah, more and more. Like, And I wonder if they were just trying to like dip our toes in it at first and sure. like, get us used to that happening, but yeah. if it gets to be too much, it's really annoying. It is super annoying. Like, we don't speak Chinese! <laughs> At least put subtitles up when you're going to speak Chinese. Right. Like, please. Now, I mean, we love the show. Granted. Yes. We're, the reason we do this podcast <laughs> is because we like the show. But we can be critical. So as a TV show writer, Bryn, yes. do you think all the Chinese is just lazy writing? Like, where they're like... I don't know what she should be mumbling here. I'm gonna throw some Chinese in there. Or do the Chinese words actually mean like something that they could have said in English? My best guess <clears throat> is that somebody on the writing team actually speaks Chinese. Sure. Because of the way that they use it. Um, if you know people who are bilingual, um, they frequently will use another language in the middle of talking. Oh, that's so true. Um, yeah. And uh, and I think that the way, the placement of the Chinese is very natural for somebody who is bilingual. Sure. So, um, like, my, my husband doesn't do this, but, like, um, my dad, I think, growing up, my dad spoke Spanish, and... Um, he would mostly just speak Spanish at the dinner table. So, like, people were always like, did your dad teach you Spanish growing up? And I was like, sure. I can name a lot of food in <laughs> Spanish. Like, not helpful Spanish. I can say Spanish. pass the butter. Yeah, <laughs> like, I can say pass a lot of things at the table. Like, but um, but not helpful Spanish, you know. <laughs> um, right. But... He also would say things to us and then say something in Spanish sometimes. Interesting. Um, and so, uh, like, uh, he would ask 
well, where's the remote? And we would say, I don't know. And he'd be like, no, like and like he would just say something like that. so it's very natural placement of the Chinese yeah so that tells me that either somebody on the writing team speaks Chinese sure or somebody on the writing team is bilingual and they chose Chinese for the story I get it yeah um, makes sense. but um, yeah so I I don't think it's lazy writing necessarily it might yeah. be occasionally <laughs> but it falls <laughs> yeah, at natural just throw some Chinese in there I feel like it falls at natural places like that when they're sense. frustrated or when they're like right you know it, it, it usually falls at a you're such a ugh, you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. Um, and that's where bilingual people switch gears yeah that is, makes sense um, when they're frustrated or yeah. when they <laughs> they feel like they just can't express themselves so anymore. yeah I mean that reminds me of when I was in college like all three of my roommates were like native Hispanic oh. people. Um, like one was like born in Panama, one was born in El Salvador, and one was born somewhere else. But like two of them grew up in the States, one of them didn't. Okay. And so the two that grew up in the States like normally spoke English, but if they're speaking to this other girl who didn't speak English as well, they would be speaking Spanish to her. And so like if they're speaking Spanish to her, it was fine anyway. Anyway, my one, like, best friend who was, like, my roommate roommate, um, she would be on the phone with her dad, and it would be like, but daddy, no, I don't want to. Dad, no, seriously, like, and I would just sit there, you like, you just go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, like, yeah. it is super crazy. I've worked with a lot of Hispanics, and there was one... I worked with at Walmart who would like in the middle of all her Spanish would be like okay and I was like yeah. okay like right <laughs> or she would say a bunch of Spanish and then be like I don't know and yeah. walk away and I was like I don't know okay, okay. I don't know <laughs> like they just like throw it out there and like yeah. even if if their main language is Spanish sometimes they just throw in the random English that they know like yeah so like it it's a very bilingual thing to do I think yeah that makes no sense. matter what your two languages are right? I think <laughs> well that makes a lot of sense but still yeah like at least give us some subtitles though. I, I think they're using it too much yeah at first, it was natural placement, but maybe a little on the sparse side, and now I think it's too much. I think there was yeah. a sweet spot that we passed. <laughs> we blew right past it. We went from a little bit to yeah. too much. So, yeah. Good job. Um, Saffron tells Zoe to get over it, and Zoe punches her and says, okay, I'm in. <laughs> you said get over it. Yeah. So I did. So I did. I'm fine now. <laughs> um, River says Saffron is a liar and nothing good will come from this. And that Jane is a girl's name. <laughs> ah, that whole scene with River and Simon and Jane is just great. I agree. I wrote down the, uh, she'll turn you in faster than you can say, don't turn me in, lady. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... I was like, that's such a good Jane quote. Yeah. Don't turn me Don't in, turn lady. Me in, lady. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, and I love, and Jane's a girl's name. And Jane got so offended. It's not. <laughs> so good. Yeah. 
Uh, Anara warns Zoe not to let Mal trust Saffron. A lot of indirect there. <laughs> I'm going to tell you to not let Mal trust Saffron. The heist gets underway, and the crew narrates the plan as they show them carrying it out, which is soups helpful. Thank you. Yes. Uh, they are going to throw the gun away and then reprogram the trash disposal drones to bring it to their coordinates. Mal and Saffron break into the room holding the special gun while the rest of the crew is outside trying to reprogram the trash bin. Good thing the screen on the trash is using Windows 95. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm like, I see the screen, I was like, is that Windows 95? <laughs> Why did we go back Sweet. to that in the future? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody liked it in the present. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty old school. Um, they're using Windows 95 and then Jane gets shocked and passes out. Luckily they catch him. A lion's guy catches them in the room. He's all, you found her! You brought back my wife! Also, he's the dad from Field of Dreams. Carry on. <laughs> yes, he is. Well done, Bryn. <laughs> Brian spotted it. I'm not as familiar with Field of Dreams, but I looked it up to verify it and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. If you build it, they will come. They will. Yeah. Um, yeah. She gets around. <laughs> How many husbands does this girl have? Um, he offers Mal a reward, and she's a super good actress and plays the kidnapped girl. I just... The thought of you... Kept me alive. Kept me alive. I hate when people say that. Even, like, yeah. genuinely. I'm yeah. always like, no. Like, I just don't feel like the thought of anyone would no, keep anyone alive. No, your will to live kept like, you alive. <laughs> like, I don't believe anyone when they say that's what kept them alive. No, that's a pass. Nope, nope. Um, he walks in, and Mal tells the Alliance guy they are stealing his gun. And he takes off with the gun and throws it away, just right in front of his face. And Mal says that she actually wants him to think... So Mal says to Saffron, like, oh, you actually want him to think well of you. So he thinks that this guy is her actual husband. Alliance guy thinks Saffron is not the girl he thought she was. And he said he did call the feds as soon as he saw her. She also, wasn't pulling anything on anybody. I think I would like a ring that alerts the cops. Right? I don't know. It it's feels kind of like fun. it would be nice, but also it seems like it could accidentally get pressed <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> like, yeah, how do you prevent this from, I mean, if people butt dial 911 all the time, can you imagine how much more difficult it would be? You just squeeze your fingers ring. together, because I'm pretty sure the button was on the inside. <laughs> Like, I feel like if you just squeeze your fingers together, it would actually something heavy up. Somebody just grabbed your hand aggressively and then call the cops, which I guess is comforting because if they're grabbing your hand aggressively, (laughs) maybe you want the cops. But they're like, Are you okay? Yeah, he just held my hand too tight again. I'm sorry. Dang it. I said softly. Softly, people. 
the feds show up and she's still trying to seduce him. She kicks him in the head instead when he doesn't fall for it. Just like Wash. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, I know. I'm like, oh, look, she did the same thing to Wash. <laughs> Poor Wash. Right. Mal and Saffron are trying to escape the house. They run into several feds but are able to get away. Saffron starts crying as they're talking about the situation. Mal tells her to cheer up. She made a ton of money today. And then she takes his gun and tries to double-cross him again. She's going to leave him in the desert naked, since he said that he's finally seen her naked, but he was talking about it as invulnerable, not <laughs> literal nakedness. Anara <laughs> um, finds Saffron digging through the trash and tells her that she's planned to get the loot before her the whole time. Dun, dun, dun. Because she knew that Saffron would double-cross Mal, so she closes Saffron in the trash crate. Uh, in the med bay, Jane wakes up, and Simon says that his spine was damaged and asks him how much he was offered to sell out him and River. Simon tells Jane he would never harm him because he's a doctor. He tells Jane to start trusting him, and then River says she can kill him with her brain. Like, and I can just kill you with my brain. <laughs> I did love that. <laughs> we return to the beginning of the episode with Naked Mal. Inara walks up and says, it's a good thing she was there. He said it was just all part of the plan. <laughs> and then he walks around the crew totally buttoned. <laughs> and everyone just seems fine with it. Right. Everyone's like, eh, it's nothing we haven't seen before. <laughs> This is Mal we're talking about. This is Mal. He walks around like this all the time. So funny. I did have a quote when uh, Saffron says, I should have killed Durin. And Mal says, right, the one man who loved you, don't have it coming. Can't have him walking around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Can't have that. <laughs> Makes sense. Right. <laughs> uh, and also when Inara locked Saffron in the garbage can while the door was shutting, Saffron yelled, You can't do this! I have a condition! And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that was like the funniest attempt at a lie. Yeah, I have a condition. I have a condition. It just felt so weak and silly in the moment. That <laughs> uh, was way funny. Yeah. Um... Anything else? No. No. Um, this is a good episode. Like I, I said, like good it. character building for Inara and relationship building for Inara and Mal, but Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm curious if like they would have I mean, A, I don't know if Saffron's gonna come back in the next couple episodes. There's only a few episodes left. Yeah. But if she doesn't, would she have made an appearance in season two? I'm thinking probably. Mm. Yes, probably. I do like that this is at least the second bad guy to come around again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we had the fake accent guy. Nishka. Nishka. Yeah, whose name nobody told us till halfway through the second episode. <laughs> I was like, could somebody say Important. his name, please? Somebody, can we have this? Anybody. Anybody. Could you have said his name in the 
previously on. That right. would have been helpful. Right. Well, they didn't say it, so they couldn't have put it in the previously because... Because <laughs> nobody knew his name. Because nobody Turns knew. out. <laughs> I... <clears throat> but yeah. Well, that is a super fun episode. I liked it a lot. I like hijinks. And a double cross is always a good time. Right. So those are good. But... All right. Oh, darn it. Subscribe. Do it. Leave a right review. Now. <laughs> I promise it'll be fun. Leave us a comment. Tell us we're pretty. Tell Invite us. your friends. <laughs> I love it. Look at our cute animated selves on our Facebook page. <laughs> we're so cute. <laughs> yes. Join our Facebook page. Yeah. Join our Facebook page. Um, it's not a page. It's a group. It's a group. Yes. Join our group. Join our Facebook group. Discuss all the fun things about all these yes. different series that were scrapped before their time. Yes. All right. And then we'll call it there. So uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.